What if who I hoped to be was always me? And the love I fought to feel was always free. Welcome to the Work Life Dynamic Podcast presented by DT Rosa Management Consultants. Seek a more fulfilling, joyful, and effective way to work. I'm your host, Daniel Rosa. And as we're coming into today, when thinking about how do we continue to go forward when talking about working genius, the six types, thinking about conflict, humility, how do we apply it to our work life? One of the things that has been coming up in conversation, talking about this model again and again, is why is this one more important than other assessments in the past? In fact, from the last recording to today, a friend of mine had shot me a interview assessment, a style of hiring people so that you know that they're an A player. And I also was sent something from, from my organization, the Archdiocese of Baltimore. I work within a church within the Archdiocese about motivation and what things get you out of bed. What is your motivation for work? Now, I, I did the motivation one and I haven't researched too well into the hiring one. At the end of the assessment, about 45 minutes to an hour, you write down four different stories of how work fills you with life. Sounds similar, right? To working genius. And I'm reading through the results and it's fairly accurate, particularly for myself in the assessment. I talked about stories of working as a minister of the church, as a missionary, and someone going all in with the faith, going all in with God, with their prayer life, going back into living their faith out and even evangelizing others. And as I was reading the, the results and seeing this and reliving some really fun moments in my life, I realized again why working genius stands out above all. Simplicity. The simplicity of a six-step model that doesn't focus on personality, but rather productivity, really hits home. What if, and I'm going to create a scenario right here, what if working genius is too wordy? What if using all of these words of widget, wonder, invention, discernment, galvanizing, enablement, tenacity, it's just too many words, it's too many things to learn. Is this too confusing? It can be. And this is the solution that we have in this episode. What if working genius is too confusing? In my work here at St. Joseph, I worked alongside my teammate to create a little consulting session for, for the organization. I was able to apply this with a pharmaceutical sales team earlier this year. I've been able to apply it at my place of work a couple years ago and applied it here in the office. And sure enough, the best way to communicate this without having to go into all these definitions to simply use the terminology that we already use in our daily lives. Consider this. There are people in our work world that love to be considered. But there are certain people that appreciate it just a little bit more. And when they're dismissed, really frustrates them. Well, that is the hidden terminologies of wonder. Someone wants to be considered, and when they're not considered, they're dismissed. They're frustrated. Let's take a look at invention now. They crave freedom. It's like there are certain people in this room, they need the freedom to be able to brainstorm, to come up with crazy ideas so that we can solve this problem. And when there's too many constraints, it's like our creative person just shuts down. That is the genius of invention. Now, as we get to discernment, this is the person with the gut instinct. 
that person in your, in your team, they want to be trusted. And whenever they're doubted, oftentimes employees need to stay within their realm of work and not speak too much into another person's work. But there's usually a few people that hearing their advice, hearing their input is always beneficial. That might be your person of discernment. They enjoy being trusted, not because of filling up a sense of their pride, but rather there's something about them that just has a good, a good sense on something. And when they're doubted, they shut down. Their frustration shines. Those with the genius of galvanizing myself, whenever I go in front of a group of people, particularly teens, giving a talk on the faith, giving a talk on respect for our parents, I crave getting a reaction out of them. I want to see eyebrows lifted up. I want to see people nodding their heads or even people sometimes shaking their heads when I say, isn't it terrible whenever you go into your classroom, you sit down and everyone just shuts down and doesn't want to learn whatever the lesson is. And some of the kids are like, well, it doesn't matter. You know, they're indifferent about learning, but there are those select few. And I believe there's so much more in the classroom that want to learn. Now we get into enablement again, my genius some people, and this can get into love language, some people really crave that verbal appreciation and we ought to give it to them in a healthy amount. But the enablement, the genius of wanting to get things started to help out to put up those chairs at the end of the high school dance, thank you so much for doing that. You went out of your way. And whenever any secret thing gets overlooked, and I'm going to actually go to a story of my dad. My dad was really, really good about doing dishes, doing the lawn, going to the grocery store when it was inconvenient for everybody else. And I remember Saturday mornings, he would wake up early and go to Walmart for us. Um, he would do the dishes and sometimes he would just make a big old meal and then it would be ready for us. It wasn't all the time, but when he did, and often my siblings and I, we just eat and go back to our rooms. <laughs> At this point, you know, 15, 20 years after living at home, I actually go back and I thank my dad again. Like, you did this and I said, actually, oh, wait, I want to live my life. I firmly believe my dad has enablement. He wants to be appreciated, but he wouldn't, he wouldn't seek it out himself. So if there's someone in your life that's been uh, really helping, especially when you're not looking, be sure to give them a little pat on the back and say thank you. Lastly, tenacity. This person in the room, they want clarity and permission to finish the task, to know the clear direction that it's not going to be rediscerned. A tenacious person that loves finishing things, they dislike ambiguity and constant changing of plans. I think we know this person in our life. It's when we're about to go off to do our errands, when we're about to complete a task, and we add just one more thing to the list. One more thing to, to think about. Rather, this person will crave, hey, we made a decision. We've stuck with it. Let's get it done. If something more comes up, we can deal with it an another time. So when we're talking about it with our friends or family, particularly in our work, and it's so many words to think about for working genius. It rolls off my tongue because I, I absolutely love this. It's so important to use the language that is understandable to those that are around us. That hits home on both the humility aspect, but also understanding of those around us. With the working genius and with these six steps and understanding what people get 
freedom, get joy and fulfillment out of their work and what frustrates them, you're going to get the greatest competitive advantage in your work. In today's world, businesses want to go after the best marketing strategy, the best budget that really hits home income and expenses, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But the competitive advantage that will really show itself is organizational health. Having a healthy team that's able to use a language that fits them so that they can enter into meetings, into conflict, and into all these other realms, it will simply pour itself out, allow the organization, the business to flourish. Special note, about a month ago, I reached out to the table group to ask them, hey, how can I go deeper with all the things that y'all are teaching? Things that Pat Lencioni is writing and also all the consulting tools they have. I had two callbacks from table group consultants within America, one in Florida, one in DC. After these really impactful conversations for me, I decided to go and find out how I can get Working Genius certified. I'm asking for y'all's prayers because I found an investor who said he's going to sponsor me to be Working Genius certified here in the next month. So whenever this podcast drops over the weekend of September 9th and 10th, I ask for your prayers. And then even especially afterwards, I'm going to be Working Genius certified and hopefully go deeper into this model so that it can not only continue to impact teams in my life, but impact the teams that you're on. Thank you so much to 92.7 FM, WSJF 92.7 for hosting us, to Danny Gallagher for engineering the podcast here at St. Joseph Catholic Community. If you are interested in a free 30-minute consultation or have any questions, be sure to send us an email, dtrosamc at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Tune in next time. God bless you.